Welcome back to Brooklyn's and this edition of The Track. I'm Steve Clark. There are many ghost stories surrounding the Brooklyn's track and today we head back to Halloween where we find not ghosts but vintage cars careering around cones for the vintage sports car club driving test. Before that, we drop down to size as Tim takes a look at the annual mini day at Brooklyn's. Today we're celebrating all things small, and that means minis. And there are minis galore today, because today is mini day at Brooklyn's. We're going to try uh, and have a walk around as usual and speak to some of the owners. All sorts of minis here. We've got uh, Mini Coopers, we've got Woolsey Hornets, Riley Elves, all derivatives of the Mini. There are uh, estate cars, Mini Clubmans, vans, pickup trucks, anything you'd like to think of. They made a, a Mini version of it. Okay, we've got uh, a Riley Elf and Hornet Club here today. And at the end of the line is a lovely two-tone green and cream Riley Elf. And we've got Hayley, who I think is the owner. Hello, Hi, Hi Hayley. Hello. Can you tell me a little bit about your car? Yeah, we brought it in 2008. We travelled up to Northampton from the south coast in a Series 3 Land Rover on a snowy day <laughs> to collect it. Um, we do all the work ourselves. And you've got it displayed in a rather nice way here. I noticed on the back you've got a picnic basket. Tell us a bit about that. Um, well, we collect all the bits up from sort of auto jumbles, car boots, and we've just decided, you know, it'd be nice to have it set for the scene. It's 1960-style shopping. So this is from the period of the car, which is, what, 19... It's a 67 built and 68 registered. So all the items in your basket are from that time? From the 60s, yeah. Are they edible? Some of them may be still edible, but probably not. <laughs> and we've got a couple of chairs in there. They, they look pretty period as well, fold-up chairs. Yep, they're 1960s deck chairs. Again, we've sort of we've brought them at auto jumbles and car boots. We just collect up things as we find them. Yeah, it's a nice way to display the car, I think, isn't it, as well? You have fun in it. Lots of fun. Love driving it. Can't help but smile while you're driving. First time at Brooklands? No, I don't know how many times we've come to Brooklyn's. Probably seven, eight, nine times. A bit of a regular then on mini day? On mini day, definitely, yeah. Excellent, thank you very much. We've got a row of looks like modern minis with one older one in here. Um, and they seem to be called the Miniax Only Group. So we're going to see if we've got anyone from the Miniax Only Group here. People are stepping back. Hannah and Kev, we've got Hannah and Kev here from the Miniax. What are the Miniax? We are the Miniax. We are the Miniax, yeah. Yeah, there's, oh. our, there's our club flag there in the background. Yeah, we're, um, yeah, we're a, a big group from all around the country. So we're from Fareham down near Portsmouth. The others are from Guildford. James behind you there, he's from Reading. You don't live in Guildford no more, no, do you? we're in Crowthorne, Berkshire. Yeah, Crowthorne in Berkshire. So right. we come from all over the country, most of the members, but we all converge to come to the club shows and everything. The massive so. group of friends who like minis. Uh, but why miniacs? Are you maniacs? Well, yeah. yeah. Ma- yeah. Maniacs. With that as well, yeah. Maniacs, yeah, but um, Dawn, who formed the group, she's not here today. Um, Dawn Campbell, that was just a name that came up with, miniacs only group, and uh, that's how it's stuck. 
Yeah, nice catchy name, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, what sort of cars we've got in here? I've got Dave and Malcolm on the, the cars. This is yours, is it? Are you Dave? No, I'm I'm Debbie. This is a tribute to my brother who died unexpectedly in June, um, and he was always known for wearing an orange coat. So I bought an orange mini, and he's called Dave. That was my brother's name. A oh, lovely, lovely tribute, isn't it? Um, and this is Malcolm, my first mini, who I've had for three years. And I just wanted to give it a different name. I didn't know what to call it, so I gave him the name of Malcolm. So uh, Dave is big brother or little brother to Malcolm. And you managed to bring both down today? I did. I came down with my husband today, yeah, Kevin. So. And Dave, then, is a John Cooper Works. Tell he us a little bit yeah. about the John Cooper Works mini. Then I just knew I wanted a John Cooper Works because I wanted something that was fast and sporty. And I'd never been able to have a fast, sporty car before. Um, and thanks to my brother and leaving me some money, I was able to buy a brand new car. So it's, it's a beautiful car to drive. Um, and I've never driven anything like it. It's, it's fast. Yeah, it certainly looks the works, yeah. doesn't it, really? It's, it's lovely. It's actually got three different modes. You can right, drive it in the city for green, and you can put it on city mode. Then it's got normal mode, and then you can put it into sport mode. So it's really nice. A great drive, I should think. Absolutely, mm. yes. Absolutely. Never had a hankering for an older one? Uh, yes, I have, but um, one, I don't know where I'd keep it, and... I don't know. It's the upkeep of them as well. I mean, Malcolm, I've spent an awful lot of money on Malcolm this year. Um, he's just had a major uh, facelift um, and he's had, well, basically all the wheels were done. He had a rusty uh, rear light that they were able to put their fist through. So they had to put a whole new uh, rear light on him and weld it in. So uh, the one over on the right is completely new because it was rusted as, as crazy. So even though they are a bit more modern, they still need work doing to them? They do, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. But he's had a complete facelift um, done over uh, a week while we were on holiday in Scotland. All right. Certainly looks very good today. Thank you very much. Cheers. Good. Enjoy your day. Thank you very much. On the finishing straight again by the hangar, and we've got a row of minis, would you believe? And we've got a mini with two flags on it. The 2000 Mini Register and the Coupe 500 Register. Can you tell us a little bit about the club? Or clubs? Yeah, hi. So it's kind of one club, really. Um, so uh, it's basically a club for the very last of the classics that were made in the year 2000, so the very last run-out models from MG Rover. And uh, the 500 Register is the very last 500 Minis made. They actually were a model of their own right, called the, Coop, uh, the Cooper Sport 500. Uh, of which this blue one here is one of those. So that's one of the last 500 made. Okay. Um, and then we expanded the register to cater for the other final edition cars, which are technically the same. Uh, and they're all made in the year 2000. So they, were, they, were, they changed the model range in the final year, different interiors, different trim, same engines. But uh, so, yeah, so we just formed the club to sort of pull together all the same end of, end of line cars, really. That's a good idea. Um, how would I know this is one of the last 500 then? Well, it's difficult to tell. The actual 500 cars look identical to the ones that came directly before. Uh, the only differences are very subtle. So there's, um, there's a plaque inside the glove box, which actually right. says Shall it's one of the last look? 500. Uh, and you can't even see it unless the glove box opens. Oh. Um, they didn't advertise uh, the fact so the too well. The box is shut on that one, but if, oh, right. if, if the flap so flat it's was open, inside it's got a little there. metal plaque inside, which says this is one of the last Alakis Agonis designed minis. Right. Um, they had a certificate signed by John Cooper, uh, and I think it was um, Mr Howell, I think it was the MG Rover chairman at the time, and they came with like a gift bag, a goodie bag, full of bits and pieces. But other than that, you wouldn't really tell. Other than that, um, it's pretty much the same. Well, you've got a we number added, on this. Well, we added you added that on. Club. So they weren't officially numbered. 
Right. Um, so we've numbered them in chassis order from 1 to 500 and done our own decals to make them look a little bit different because mm. we don't think they made a much effort to make them look <laughs> different at the end. There was another 2,000 odd of these made with the same silver roofs and trim right. that weren't 500s, so the 2,000 cars. So, yeah, very little differences. So it's quite difficult to spot the difference between a, a 2,000 car and a last 500 and a car. Last 500. Kind of you same. would have thought they would have done something a bit special, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, I guess it's MG Rover, I guess, at the time. Uh, yeah. This uh, particular car here has got a John Cooper S-Works conversion on it. So it, had, um, so it went down to Sussex and John Cooper himself in the, the workshops down there actually did an upgrade on the car. So this one should have 90 horsepower rather than the 62. So this particular one's got different decals on it for the, from John Cooper Garages. So an, right. an S-Works, as they're known. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they left the factory at Longbridge as a standard car, and then they went for the, the upgrades down at, um, in Sussex. Sort of value-wise, then, what are they worth these days? Most of them go low mileage, good condition, no rust, which is unusual. Um, they're upwards of £20,000 now. Yeah. Um, so finding one of these at a, a reasonable price is getting quite it's difficult. It's getting quite hard now. More and more difficult, yeah. Fantastic. So you never thought about a modern one? Yeah, I've owned a modern one and sold it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. No, I, don't, I don't dislike them, but uh, yeah, kind of, uh, they're, not, they're not the same as these. Hello there, sir. Are you in there? There's a knack of getting in it. There's a knack. There's, there's plenty of room inside, but yeah. <laughs> and it's obviously a mini marker, so have you had this long? Uh, yes, I built it in 1979 to 1980. It was on the road in 1980. So, um, my calculations here, that's uh, over 42 years? Uh, coming up, yep. <laughs> yeah, 42 years, and you built it yourself. Yep. And obviously it's based on a Mini. It was originally based on a, on a Mini Cooper S. Um, I've changed the engine a few times since then, so it's now an A+. Okay, so you've obviously used it quite a lot over the years. That's lovely. 42 years he's had that car. Hello there. Hello. This is your car. It is, yes. And can you tell us a little bit about it? Not much. It was a barn find. Got it during lockdown. Went all the way to Milton Keynes of a trailer, picked it up and brought it back and we were just slowly doing it up, slowly restoring it. This is our my, my 13th and Charlie's uh, third. Third. third? Yes. You don't look old enough to have a third Mini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we don't, don't actually know much about it. There's not much documentation with it. So we're kind of just guessing all the time what, what's, what it is. It's right. Been, it's been, it was um, a project of someone's they gave up and I brought it back and slowly, slowly restoring it. Okay, it's got some interesting mods and things yeah. on here. Some different no bits heater. of bobs. No heater? No heater. Someone took the heater out. Well, that's a bit of a blow. <laughs> <laughs> we do. He's probably getting his lunch out. Hello there. He is getting his lunch out. I was right, look. I'm hungry. <laughs> Hi, obviously, this is your car. It is, yes. Yeah, and what's your name? David. You're David. Hi, David. Um, perhaps you can tell us a little bit about your Mini. Um, it was a little late 50 once upon a time, and I've had it about 30 odd years now, 33 years. All right, long term owner then. It was my wife's car when she went to college. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then she had a little accident in it and got squashed between her. Well, this is how long ago it was. It was a Dolomite, a Dolomite Sprint and a Capri. Really? It was a Capri sandwich. So oh, goodness. Got hit back and front and back. So yeah. off the road. It was off the road for nine years. Literally cut the front off, cut the back off, and, and then found all the rust, as you did. Yeah. And then this happened. 
<laughs> over, the, over the last 30 odd years bit by bit so this is a kind of a 30 year restoration yeah it is yeah it's taken a little while but uh, I'm nearly there engine's just gone back in about two weeks ago right just been rebuilt the second third time I can't remember and this is the ordinary A series yeah A series yeah, yeah. Just, but it looks nice and shiny though yeah it's just had it full engine rebuild new, new everything internal so it's literally done about 10 miles getting here that's it that's right. maiden it, that's since, it? Oh, right. since the engine's run I haven't had it tuned up yet on anything so it's all gone well then so, <laughs> so far, far I made it crossed, like that, fingers yeah. crossed gears a bit sticky but yeah. a bit of adjustment doing hopefully that will uh, sort it out for the next few uh, years what, what's the intention with the car is it I see you've got a roll cage well, and sports seats time. in it yeah I built it once upon a time to do a few track days and you know but um, kids and houses and life kind of, <laughs> gets yeah, in the way, doesn't it? That so it's just a road thing, car, but yeah. Um, You'd have trouble getting the kids in the back, though, Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> I was working in the lab late one night When my eyes beheld an eerie sight For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mess. He did the monster man. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster match. The monster it was a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It caught on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It got on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rex's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the match. It's now the monster match. The monster match. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the match. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the match. It's now the monster match. Now everything's cool, Drax a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is sent We're back at Brooklyn's and it's great to see some competition taking place today Lots of pre-war cars And today it's the Vintage Sports Car Club Driving Test it looks like we're heading into the lunchtime session, so some of the cars are now coming in, having been campaigned around the track this morning. And we've got a, a rather unusual one here. Hello there, sir. Hello. Hi there. And what's your name? It's Paul Compton. Hello, Paul. And uh, what sort of vehicle have you got here? Oh, it's a total special. It's a Fiat chassis with a Wolseley Hornet special engine in it. So it's very light and uh, quite powerful for the chassis weight. 
So it's good fun. Yeah, we've seen you going round um, this morning on the finishing straight there, slipping around quite a bit. Yes, it's um, got plenty of power, so it's very easy to provoke a slide. And on a day like this, when it's wet, it's even easier. It just makes it such great fun. So, as a special, was it made some time ago, or was it something you've done? Uh, it was built in this form in 1956, and um, has campaigned for about 10 years, then spent about 20 years um, sitting in a barn, and then early 90s it was resurrected and rebuilt, um, and I bought it about 10 years ago, and been playing with it ever since. This one's unusual with the uh, slightly bent radiator grills. What was the story on those? Uh, that's a souvenir of Goodwood. I was doing a VSCC sprint and went out first car after lunch after it had been tipping with rain. And um, second corner, I just pirouetted straight into the bank. So I've um, straightened out the front of the car, but left that as a souvenir. Just a little reminder. Brilliant. Thank you very, thank you very much for as always, the cars do provoke uh, a lot of interest with people coming to look at the engines. And um, we're going to have a quick word with this lady here. Hiya, how are you? I'm very happy to be here. Excellent. And what's your name? Angelica Fuentes. I am Mexican. Hi, Angelica. And um, what car have you got here today? This is the low card special. It's a 1928 Peugeot, and it has a Jap engine. And you're regular on these VSCC uh, driving tests? Yeah, I think I have become quite a regular now. I love them and it's it's such a challenge, but it's so great fun. And how long have you been uh, driving this? Well, this 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 car just only two two years, but I have been involved in motor racing for 39 years. What, what were you racing before? Well, I am a professional co-driver, so I did a lot of rallying in Mexico. I'm Mexican champion. I just came back of racing La Carrera Panamericana, so I just landed on thursday and yeah mother cars all cars we do the london to brighton as well and whatever smell like petrol i'm there so you're a true petrol head then by the sound of it absolutely i love it I, it's a it's a wonderful sport and what do you think of it out on the track this morning it's a bit slippery it is a little bit slippery especially with these cars people don't realize i don't have brakes on the front only on the rear so it you have to be more cautious because it just slice the car just doesn't break so yeah but it's great fun it's it's lovely and it's lovely setting and it's lovely look the sun is shining now yeah surprising after the torrential rain we had this morning you weren't out in that were you absolutely it was it was just horrible but you know it's the weather is smiling at us so that's good brilliant thank you very much well the sun's out which is a remarkable difference from this morning when there was torrential rain and obviously delayed things a little bit. But I expect some of these cars were out in that. And we're coming over by the uh, Brooklands Aircraft Factory and Flight Shed now. And we've got a row of the competitors' cars. Hello, Leza. Hello there. How are you? I'm, I'm drying out slowly, following a wet drive up from Sussex this morning. Oh, was it? You didn't compete in that rain, did you, this morning? It just stopped before we started. So it, uh, yeah, it would have been difficult if it had still been raining. But you drove this all the way from Sussex in that torrential rain. Yeah, from Midhurst, and uh, my cap flew off on the A3, uh, never to be found again. So <laughs> it's cost me dearly. <laughs> oh yeah. So if you want a flat cap, it's somewhere on the A3 in it's a big on the puddle. A3 on, on, the, on the slow lane coming towards London. 
So, um, how have you fared this morning, do you think? Uh, slow and steady. I know th- I haven't got any faults yet, but uh, I'm not the fastest in the class, but uh, I think it's all about getting it right. Well, I think accuracy can matter. We've been watching it this morning, and some were not very accurate at all, although they were fast. They were missing things out and doing things completely wrong. But I did watch you, and you were... You were slow and steady, I guess. <laughs> That's really what the car is, really. It's a slow and steady sort of car. I mean, it's a standard nine, so uh, um, it's it's not got anything special done to it. So I uh, just competed it in its standard format, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So uh, this is a, a Riley 9 from what year? Uh, 1929, and I've had it about 10 years. Has been great fun? Uh, yes, actually, uh, I've... I've also got a Fiat Belila, which is uh, 1934, but I've always wanted a vintage car, and this is uh, sort of epitome of the vintage era, the way the the way it's put together, cable brakes, um, slightly noisy gearbox, um, engine that's uh, got a very long stroke and not a lot of power, but it's 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 entertaining to drive. It keeps you on your toes. Absolutely. So you're going out again. So- yeah, it looks like they might be opening the test hill this afternoon. They, I've seen people walk up it, and we weren't allowed to do that this morning because the weather was so bad and there was a bit of debris blowing around on it, but hopefully we'll be able to scoot up the hill this afternoon. Yeah, it can get a, a bit wet up there, particularly with the leaves that are falling down on it at the moment. All right. Uh, makes it a bit too slippery, really. Yes, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so the, I, I've never taken this car up there. The Fiat flies up there, but this is about three times the weight of the Fiat, so... Uh, be interested to see. It uh, should be interesting. Well, well, good luck with that this afternoon then. Thank you. Thank you. Much. Okay, they're, they're still all coming in and we have here uh, an MG. Beautiful red. Hello there, sir. Hello. Have a quick word with you about your escapades this morning. <laughs> so how do you think it went? Okay, I think. Yeah, yeah I didn't get any wrong tests, which is uh, the main thing. Um, but what the other people in the class are doing, I don't know, because I haven't seen them performing, so... And uh, you're seeing a rather lovely MG. What exactly is this car? It's a 1936 MGTA. It's original, it's got the engine it left the factory with. Um, so, yeah, absolutely standard. And um, I enjoy abusing it. <laughs> yeah, so there's no tweaks or anything for doing these driving tests? Nothing at all. No, standard spring, shock absorbers, everything. So. And uh, you've owned the car long? About seven years. So. And you do a lot of these driving tests? Yes, in this and the, in more modern stuff as well. So what sort of modern stuff have you got? I've got a Mark, Mark 1 Escort and uh, Austin Healy Sprite, both of which I use for competitions. Uh, I'm not sure either of those are particularly modern. <laughs> well... <laughs> I run around in a Skoda, but that's the tow car. <laughs> so you obviously enjoy being out in the MG. Did you, did you drive up in all that rain this morning? I actually towed it up because it was so blooming and wet. <laughs> that's probably a wise decision. Okay, we've got another one just come in here, and I have absolutely no idea what this car is. This young man's going to tell me what it is. Hello there. Hiya. Ford Model T. Uh, Ford Model A engine and gearbox. And what sort of year is this? Uh, the chassis is 1925, the engine's 1929, I think. And is it a homemade special? Yeah. or Homemade special for trialling. 
Mate. It doesn't look like it came out of the factory like no. this. <laughs> it's made for one purpose, really, going up muddy hills. And is it a more modern sort of combination of vehicles, or is it an old conversion? Um, built about five years ago, I think, by a man called David Golightly. So what, what year would you enter it as if it's got bits from different years? It's entered as 1929. It looks great fun out there. It looks it really is. powerful. Yeah, well, it's Model A engine, so 3.3 litre four-cylinder engine, just like a tractor, basically. Right. <laughs> <But> <laughs> loads of grunt, low there. down. Yeah, a load of torque on that, I should think. Yeah, plenty. Mm. Um, certainly looked it when you were going around there with the back going out <laughs> pretty rapidly. And then only rear-wheel brakes as well, which makes it... A bit more difficult to stop. Yeah, yeah, I saw quite a few uh, having problems out there this morning. <laughs> yeah, very slippy this morning. It all looks pretty basic in there. Is, is it comfortable? Not really. <laughs> you sat on top of the chassis. Yeah. Um, with your feet either side of the chassis rails. Not much movement. Okay, it's a little bit scary over in this corner now. It's, uh, it is Halloween after all. And over here we've got a couple of cars with spiders and a bat and a lady who appears to be a skeleton. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. And what's your name? My name's Sarah. And you're certainly dressed for the part today. <laughs> well, someone has to be. They do. <laughs> and we're standing by the car you were driving, which That's is right, yes. it's a Fraser Nash, I can see. But yeah, Fraser Nash, something special, 1927. It's nice to see uh, sort of dressing up <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know what it is, a, a bat skeleton and a, and a spider on the front there. <laughs> quite interesting throw yourself into the spirit of it today absolutely yeah (laughs) yeah and obviously you've got the two cars is this part of a collection or or, or yes so and we like to use them so all our cars are used so we mainly trial which is mud plugging so letting the back tires down to you know um eight nine psi and trying to get as far up hills as we possibly can Mm. which i love i i have an austin ulster that i do that in but yes right yeah but um, my other half takes the Allard, and he d- he's does mud oh, plugging. Yeah, exactly. That as well. Yeah, which is great because you get um, you get streams of mud coming out the back yeah. of the Allard, yeah, because yeah. the back wheels. So yeah. quite spectacular. I yeah, can absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So th- this is quite sedate for you this morning. <laughs> but it's still quite exhilarating, though. You know, because you have to, you know, look at the the, the, the map and try and remember it all. So yeah, that, yeah. That's, I suppose that's the it difference. Hill tricky. climbing is fairly easy on navigation. Yeah. You just go yeah, you just got to keep an eye on the numbers. But yeah, yeah. But with this, you have to remember what cones you've been around yeah and, and the trouble is you get halfway around and you suddenly think have i done enough loops have i got yeah. to do another loop or yeah. you know so yeah we, we saw a few people were getting that wrong this morning yeah. <laughs> on that middle one particularly where you have to do three loops yes yeah and some are only doing two and some are doing the wrong way <laughs> and all sorts of things i think you did it all right i did it all right yes yeah 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 so you're doing well today uh i only messed up my first hill but then i had a second go so that's okay so yeah, the first one was hill three three i think so, well no six right. one over there so yeah. yeah and i messed it up and i just because you're we can't walk it so they allow you to oh, have see. a practice which which i messed up and then i got it right so yeah all so okay. you can get one completely wrong and it doesn't and then, matter and it doesn't then, count no that's right yeah you get two attempts at every hill okay and have you got any other cars <laughs> uh yes we have quite a few uh, including a, a car that archie fraser nash ran here at brooklyn's in 1921 and he actually won the 200 mile race with it um, it's a very unique um, engine it's called the t-drive engine and it's a one-off um, engine and uh, we're just currently getting to the end of rebuilding that car so hopefully that'll be out um, doing things in the near future 
And is that going to be hill climbed? And well, I don't know because it, it is very. It's, I was going to say it sounds. It sounds a bit special car. to me. Yeah, absolutely, mm. and it's a one-off. There are no other T-drive engine cars um, in existence. So it was only one T-drive engine. So it's it's very precious car. Brooklyn's news. Brooklyn's museum has been awarded a grant of four hundred thirty-two thousand pounds in the third round of the Culture Recovery Fund. This uh, money will help the museum to maintain the operations and continue to provide an award-winning visitor experience right through into 2022. We're all looking forward to New Year's Day and one of the biggest gatherings at Brooklands Museum. There will be hundreds of classic vehicles, vintage vehicles, motorbikes, Keep an eye out on the museum website for full details of how to attend New Year's Day 2022. Thanks for listening. 